green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. They're going to let them drain the clock as Baylor looks for their second road win in Big 12 play, their third overall, and they're going to get it. As the fans here for Baylor rise to their feet, the clock's at 2-1, to one and it hits triple zero. It's over. Baylor will head back to Waco with a road win, 72-60. to 60. Four players in double figures, led by Dre Edwards with 16. A Baylor high 19 rebounds for Asia Blackwell, one off of her career high. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, by Kaleo Wealth Management, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. So here we go, Bears. One final gasp in triple overtime. Jalen Bridges, the inbounder, passes into the front court. Ball is knocked in the air. Langston Love at the buzzer. Top of the backboard. No good. And that's the ball game. Bears suffer their first loss in Buster Pavilion history. But it comes in triple overtime at the hands of TCU. 105-102, the final score. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi, and welcome. John Morris Show on a Monday. Glad you're with us. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Media Network. Derek Smith, Lori Fogelman with the call. The Baylor women over Oklahoma State yesterday in Stillwater. Run their record to 16-3 and on the year. They're 5-3 and in Big 12 play. Road win for the Baylor women. 72-60 over Oklahoma State. Then uh, highlight cut from Saturday, the marathon game. Baylor and TCU, three overtimes. TCU wins it in three overtimes, 105-102 over the Bears. Drops Baylor to 14-5 uh, and five on the season, 3-3 three and three in Big 12 conference play. That's three straight losses, uh, two of those in overtime, one on a last-second buzzer beater. That is life in the Big 12. And the Bears now head on the road. They'll play at UCF coming up on Wednesday. Welcome in. We'll talk about all of that in the hour and more. We appreciate you being with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton. Aaron, uh, that men's game, I know you were on the other end uh, of that in the studio there. And, boy, Baylor had some chances and uh, comes away with a tough, tough three-overtime loss to TCU. Yeah, I mean it's it's been brutal, you know, and it's uh, I don't know. There's no one feels worse than the players and the coaches, obviously, but it's it's tough on the fans. I mean, <laughs> and I, I think Coach Drew acknowledged that in his post game. Yeah. Um, but it's I think the 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 thing that's and you don't want to nitpick everything, but I think the thing that's most disappointing is just things that you usually don't see out of Baylor men's basketball happen late in the game. And you're like, I know it, Coach Drew's talked about it. Part of it, it's, you know, transfer portal and new players and things like that. But like the 10 second 
violation. Oh, exactly. You just can't have that. You know, right. like I haven't seen a 10 second violation in a few seasons. Right. Uh, and, and it's then, like when that happened, I had to think, what, what is that? Yes, <laughs> you know, I, like, Oh, that's a 10 second. Right. Call. Like that just can't happen. And right. then on the winning basket, he missed and, yeah. You know, you don't block out and he gets an easy put back layup. Yeah. You know, those are the frustrating things. But it's 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 a rough time for everybody right now to keep losing these games like this and hopefully he gets turned around. Yeah. Uh, that's true. And Baylor's right there, you know, could uh you know, wouldn't be much of a stretch to think Baylor's six and oh or five and one in Big Twelve play, but they're not. They're three and three. And a tough stretch coming up, but then, again, show me a stretch that's not tough in the Big 12. <laughs> Headed to UCF to play there on Wednesday. Then the next four after that, four ranked teams, Iowa State, Texas Tech, at Kansas, and Oklahoma. So uh, there is the gauntlet that is the Big 12 Conference. Uh, Emmanuel Miller had a uh, really good game for TCU on Saturday, 21 points, 5 rebounds. Uh, actually, Jameer Nelson Jr. had a better scoring game, 30 points for him, uh, including that game winner that Aaron talked about, missed a shot on a drive, got his own miss and put it in, and then a couple of free throws to uh, to ice it for TCU. But what I was going to say was Emmanuel Miller named the Big 12 Player of the Week this week. He had a couple couple of nice games, double-double in their win over Oklahoma State on Wednesday. Then uh, the, the Baylor game with 21 points. He played 52 and a half minutes in the game on Saturday. 52 and a half of a possible, what, 55 minutes. Uh, and then he played all 40 minutes in the uh, win over Oklahoma State midweek. So uh, Emmanuel Miller, uh, the Big 12 player of the week. For Baylor in that game, Eve Misi, how about him? Uh, Career-high 25 points, nine rebounds for Eve. And all anybody wants to talk about is the one that he missed under the bucket, you know, in overtime, would have tied the game at that point. Uh, Aaron, uh, you remember that. He got the ball point-blank range, went up, and somehow missed that shot. But it was uh, a great game for Eve Misi, 25 points and nine rebounds. Yeah, and just showing, you know, I mean, he's already being mocked as a, as a lottery pick. He's going to be a one-done. So enjoy, enjoy the season with him, you know, because right. he's not going to be back next year. Yeah. He, he's going to be – by the end of it, maybe a top 10 pick, but at least a top 15 pick. Whew, man. So he had a great game on Saturday, 24 by Ray J. Dennis, a double-double, 24 points and 10 assists on the day. He played 50 minutes, 50 of the 55 minutes, and uh, also in double-figure scoring 15 by Jacoby Walter. Hit the first shot of the game, really struggled, and then hit the three that tied it at the end of the first overtime, a clutch three that forced double overtime. So Jacoby Walter finished with 15 points. Nine of those came at the free throw line. 11 for uh, Langston Love in the game, a double-double. Langston Love, 11 points and 10 rebounds. He was uh, all over the glass, worked really hard, and played 41 and a half minutes uh, off the bench. Now, that's hard to do, to come off the bench, not start, and play 41 and a half minutes. But that's what Langston Love did on Saturday. So, um, so for the Bears, a 105-102 loss to uh, TCU on Saturday. And uh, next up, headed on the road, tough place to play against UCF. 
coming up this Saturday. The new top 25 polls are out for the week, and Big 12 again has eight teams in the top 25 this week. They had that two weeks ago. Uh, one dropped out. I think it was TCU. And they're back in at number 25 this week. They were 26 the week ago. Uh, top five remains the same in the AP poll. UConn, Purdue, North Carolina, Houston at four, Tennessee at five. And then so Houston, the highest ranked Big 12 school. They are 18-2 and two on the year. They got one first place vote in the AP poll this week. Kansas is down a spot to number eight. They lost on the road in uh, Hilton Coliseum to Iowa State. Kansas number eight, uh, Iowa State up. Uh, Iowa State makes the biggest jump in the poll. Is that right? Yeah, the biggest jump in the poll, 11 spots for Iowa State. They were 23rd a week ago, and they're 12th this week. How wild is that, that you jump 11 spots when you beat Kansas on your home floor? And they were favored, and Iowa State was favored. Yeah, that that's uh, <laughs> it's, it's nuts. That's funny, you know, to see a team jump that much. But uh, who's to say they don't deserve it? You only, get, sta- you only get that kind of rub from, and I was going to say fairly or unfairly, but it's unfairly. You only get that kind of rub from Kansas, Kansas. And, yeah. and maybe one or two other teams. You know, <laughs> like you could, like they could have beat Baylor and Houston back to back, yeah, and would not have moved up that many. I spots. think you're right. I ridiculous. think you're right. Exactly. <laughs> So, huge jump for Iowa State, number 12 in the nation. The Cyclones will be in Waco to play Baylor coming up this Saturday night. Texas Tech, uh, nice jump themselves. They are up five spots to number 15 in the nation. Good win for uh, Coach Grant McCaslin and Texas Tech. They go into Norman and beat Oklahoma to stay alone in first place in the Big 12 standings. So, Tech up five spots. They are number 15 in the country. Remember Auburn? Remember Baylor beat Auburn? A nice comeback win to start the season. They weren't ranked at the time. Everybody said, "Watch Auburn. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna win a lot of games." Well, they were number eight in the nation last week. They got beat by. Did they get beat by Alabama? No, I don't think so. They lost on Saturday and dropped eight spots to number 16. <laughs> but Auburn is in the top 25. Baylor is down three spots to number 18. So the Bears were 15th a week ago. And uh, with just the one game last week, the triple overtime loss to TCU. Bears dropped three to 18 in the nation. BYU is down one to 22. Oklahoma. So Iowa State made the biggest jump in the poll. Oklahoma had the biggest drop in the poll uh, among the teams that stayed in. They were uh, 11th last week, and they dropped 12 spots to number 23. So, uh, But they hang on. They're at number 23, and then TCU back in the poll at number 25 this week. So eight teams from the Big 12 Conference in the top 25 poll. The uh, coaches poll, very, in fact, very similar. Houston at four. Kansas at nine instead of eight in the AP poll. Iowa State 11 instead of 12. Tech is 15. Baylor is 18 in the coaches poll. Also BYU at 21. Oklahoma at 24. TCU at 25. That's the way it shakes out in the coaches poll. So Big 12, again, very well represented. I think deservedly so. And, uh, you know, they may shuffle some teams in and out of the top 25 uh, from week to week. But, and there's no question. Uh, what is it? John Rothstein said uh, 10 of the 14 Big 12 schools have top 50 net rankings this week. Think about that. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. that's to me that's that's 
got more juice than even the AP top 25. Ten of the Big 12 in the top 50 of the net rankings. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 kind of, I don't know, it, it kind of looks unreal like there's something wrong with the ranking system when you see that many Big 12 te- teams, you know, that high. Obviously, it's because they're that good, but yeah. it just looks like it shouldn't happen. <laughs> right. But I would not disagree with it one bit. I mean, I think I think the league is that good. I think all those teams are that good also. All right, uh, we're off and running on a Monday. Jerry Hill will join us in a bit. We look forward to that. Get Jerry's thoughts on uh, all things Baylor athletics, including men's and women's basketball. All that coming up. Let's look at that women's win when we come back. Baylor women won on the road in Stillwater over Oklahoma State yesterday. We've got that when we come back. John Morris Show from the Allen Samuels Studios. Thanks to Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back home in Foster Pavilion Thursday hosting the University of Texas. 7 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. It's a 7.30 tip-off Thursday. Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo. If you're a small business owner, you know the value of trusted advice. We're here to build a relationship with you and help navigate the financial complexities you may encounter. Your success is our passion. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Jeff Hunter Toyota has been part of the Waco community for over 30 years. I'm Amy Hunter, and we believe in its people, and we honor its history. We're proud to call Waco home. That's why we support the Baylor Bears, lend a hand to Fuzzy Friends Rescue, and aid the Waco Goodfellas. We also believe in hard work, the value of a dollar, and providing a quality product. That's what you'll find every day when you shop at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254 710 ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. 
No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by Diamore Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. Diamore Fine Jewelers at diamorefinejewelers.com. Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. Family-owned and operated and located in Cossie, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Back with us, John Morris Show on a Monday. Let me say beautiful day here in Central Texas. Aaron, I uh, don't know if you've been out much, but gosh, it is nice. Coming back from lunch, I opened the sunroof in my car and <laughs> haven't uh, haven't done that much lately. But golly, it is nice. Mid-60s right now and uh, abundant sunshine here in Central Texas. Yeah, pretty amazing. Very nice. Partly Very cloudy. Nice. Mostly, actually, getting more sunny but yeah clouds but yeah and 70 degrees here at the, at the oh station. 70 really yeah <laughs> what a difference a week makes that is <laughs> wild all right very good so beautiful weather uh bruce is listening to us in cincinnati and he's saying ah we won't see 70 degrees until maybe april <laughs> but it is nice here today all right welcome back we're brought to you in part by alliance bank alliance bank central texas Two locations in Waco, one in Georgetown, one in Temple for Alliance Bank Central Texas. Also brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management. Give them a call at 254-751-5050 for Kaleo Wealth Management. All right, let's look at uh, the women's side of the Big 12. Baylor big win on the road yesterday over Oklahoma State in Stillwater. 72-60 was the final. Baylor women get to 16-3 uh, on the season. They are 5-3 and three in conference play. So that puts them, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, almost squarely in the middle of the standings. Uh, league standings with that game at 5-3. They're a half game behind Texas and Iowa State. Uh, both at six and three, Kansas State continues to lead the league. They are nine and zero and twenty and one on the season. In that game yesterday, Baylor got uh, sixteen points from Dre Edwards. Solid game, uh, very very good game for Dre Edwards. Fifteen points, eight rebounds for 
Bella Fauntleroy coming off the bench. 11 points for Sarah Andrews. Good to see her uh, back uh, in double figures scoring. 11 points for assists for Sarah Andrews. 11 points for Dariana Little, Page Bugs. And how about the line for Asia Blackwell? Seven points, 19 rebounds on the day. 19 rebounds. She was racking them up. I asked Shelby uh, Hild, uh, who that's the most since when, and she said most since Nalissa Smith had 20 against Iowa State February 28th of 2022. So almost two full years, uh, and that's a 20-rebound game for Nalissa Smith. But 19 boards yesterday for Asia Blackwell. Uh, Baylor out-rebounded Oklahoma State 45-29 in the game, 16-6 on the offensive glass. Here is uh, head coach Nikki Collin talking about the, uh, the great game, especially the rebounding numbers for Asia Blackwell yesterday. Well, you know, I just think, like, this is a team um, – you know, they never put gusters on her. They, they kept her on bugs um, most of the time. Um, and, and so because of that, Asia had a strength advantage no matter who was guarding her. And I thought I challenged her this week to not be boxed out. You know, we, we know she can defensive rebound, especially when she's near the basket. Um, she's got the strength to go up in a crowd and pull it, and I thought she showed that on multiple occasions tonight. But it was the offensive rebounding. We'd miss a shot. She'd get us another opportunity. We were running more clop, clock. It, it created more possessions for us and fewer opportunities for them um, to get to open threes, to get the ball inside to Gusters. And I, so I just thought she refused to be boxed out tonight. And that, that's who we need. That, that We need that because when we don't make shots, getting second opportunities. And, and, and if she, like her, her stat line would be crazy if she'd have made two of the layups that she point blank missed and just made her free throws. Like if that happens, we're talking about, I mean, she has a double-double. We're not even, you know, and so I just thought she was really, really solid for us. Snicky Collin talking about Asia Blackwell, the game yesterday. Yeah, 19 rebounds, uh, seven points, not a double-double, three for 11 from the floor and one for six from the free throw line. Not to not to nitpick uh, following a great game by Asia Blackwell, but so close to uh, having a double-double in the, in the win yesterday. So the Baylor women win it. They are 16-3 and three on the year, 5-3 and three in Big 12 play. Next up, big game against the University of Texas this Thursday evening in Foster Pavilion. And a bit of an odd start time. It's a 7.30 start time. It'll be nationally televised on ESPN on Thursday. So a great showcase for uh, Baylor women's basketball, Big 12 basketball, and Foster Pavilion as the Bears host Texas women's basketball coming up this Thursday. The uh, women's top 25 looks like this for the week. South Carolina undefeated remains number one. K-State moves up to number two in the nation. They were four a week ago. They uh, they won over the weekend, and uh, they are still undefeated, 9-0 and in Big 12 play. They're 20-1 overall. Kansas State, number two in the nation. Um, from there, Iowa is three. Stanford, four. North Carolina State is five. The other Big 12 schools, Texas is 12, uh, down two spots from a week ago. Baylor remains at number 13 nationally. And West Virginia is up one to 23. So those are the Big 12 women's teams that are in the top 25 of the AP women's basketball poll this week. Kansas State, heady stuff for them. They are, uh, again, 20 and 1 and uh, 9 and 0 in Big 12 conference play. So having some kind of season 
are the uh, Kansas State uh, Wildcat women. All right, uh, let's talk about all that with uh, our friend Jerry Hill. He'll join us after a break. We'll take a break and be right back. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, thanks to D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore, you know, at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Come join us live from Rudy's this Thursday for the Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday and hear from softball head coach Glenn Moore and men's tennis coach Michael Woodson. That's Thursday from Rudy's. The Baylor Coaches Show. This Thursday from 6 till 7 p.m. is with John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. It's tax season once again. Stressful, right? Doesn't have to be. Maggard Bookkeeping has been helping Central Texans through the complex tax code for more than 25 years. Go to maggardbookkeeping.com and bypass the stress. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Listen to the John Moore Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. At NeighborWorks Waco, we understand that buying a home can feel overwhelming, but our dedicated team of experts is here to guide you through the entire process, making it as stress-free as possible. We offer FHA, VA, conventional, and USDA home mortgage products. If you need that additional assistance to help you get into a home, we offer down payment and closing cost assistance. Visit us today at nw-waco.org or call 254-752-1647 and let us help you make home ownership a reality. Are you sick and tired of those achy joints? Dread the idea of surgery. You need to call QC Kinetics today. It is Matt Mosley. I know what it's like to have neck pain. The state of healthcare is always changing. The old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. This is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief 
with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility, reclaim your independence, walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call 254-415-4100, QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. Oh boy, more IRS changes this year. Frustrating, isn't it? Maggard Bookkeeping can help. With more than 25 years preparing Central Texans tax returns. Go to maggardbookkeeping.com and bypass the stress. It's time for our weekly visit with Jerry Hill, Baylor Athletics Director of Sports Journalism. Here are J-Mo and Jerry and Aaron Sexton. There you go, boogieing in Jerry Hill. He'll be here in just a moment. So, uh, Aaron, here's the deal. I'm uh, connected with you from my office. Jerry is on the other hallway in his office, and he hasn't made it in here yet. (laughs) (laughs) So I just texted him, and uh, I'm sure he'll be here momentarily. So. Unless he forgot between me talking to him <laughs> Wait 20 a minute. minutes ago and That's now. never happened, has uh, it? I know, that never happens. <laughs> but uh, I've texted him. Hopefully we'll be joined by Jerry Hill coming up in just a moment. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. That's the Pioneer Boys. 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6 in Waco. Great new location to serve you better. Location in Waco, a location in Bryan. Always available on the web at pioneerboys.com. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe. All right, uh, how, Aaron, in what way can we give Jerry a hard time when he comes in here? What can we do? Help me out. Any ideas? Who would uh? Because I love giving Jerry a hard time. Who would be a last-minute replacement for him? Mm. <laughs> yeah. So when he walks in, I'll just say, "I'm sorry, I've got John Warner." Sorry. On. Yeah, we're talking to Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce, that's perfect. That is it. All right. You'll know when he comes scurrying in because you'll hear me say that too. <laughs> and uh, even the text doesn't uh, get him here. Oh, look, hey, uh, uh-oh. <laughs> hey, Aaron, Jerry's Hill here. I'm sorry. We, we just went with Bryce. So <laughs> come on in here. After the last time, we had to have uh, a backup plan, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> come on. There you go. Oh, had to get it on right. Well, All right. so I will say. Oh, here we go. Okay. Yes, if that was If that was the case, yes. I was I was done with the John Morris show. Mm, boy. I have a That's lot all of, it takes, huh? I have a lot of offers out there. I so, know you do. You know, You're much would, in demand. I would just jump on one of those other offers from whatever show. Who, you know. who would be the next best offer? Whew. Maybe a best offer. Who knows? Um, Don't say it. I'd rather not say yeah, it. I understand. You know? It may not even be in town, you know? <laughs> oh, okay. Really high in demand. Who has better uh, bump music rejoins for Nobody. you than we do? Nobody. Okay. So I missed it today, I'm guessing. Yeah. So. Aaron, play the play the rejoins since Jerry's here with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You like that? It's time for our weekly visit with Jerry Hill, Baylor <laughs> Athletics Director of Sports Journalism. 
Here are J-Mo and Jerry and Aaron Sexton. Ready? The Professor. We got we to gotta update that to say The Professor, Jerry Hill. How's the class going? Very how, well. How is it going uh, shaping young I, lives' it, minds? It's amazing. You know, I, I think it's my calling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John, it has been fun though. I've I've really had a good time with it, and and uh, yeah, I think uh, you know the feedback I'm getting from students has been good. Yeah. So that's that's the main thing. That's I think great. they're they're getting something out of it. So um, yeah, it's good. Very good. It may be your calling. It may be my calling. That's Late great. in life, yeah. you know, I no. finally found one. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Yeah. Well, glad it's going well. All right. Thanks for being with us. We really appreciate it. Whatever we took you away from, yeah. I, yeah. I appreciate it. You don't want to know. I <laughs> <laughs> probably don't. So thanks for being here. Yeah. Uh, let's talk uh, basketball first. Most yeah. recently, the Baylor women won. That's a big road win for Coach Collin and the Bears in Stillwater yesterday. Yeah, it really was, John. Uh, it was one they needed. You know, obviously, uh, they had dropped three of their last four. Uh, man, lost a heartbreaker to Kansas State last Monday. That was that was one where you could have really closed that gap, and, and you know, instead of being three back, you'd be one back. So that's that's how much one game can mean, and, and you know, and, and you don't play them again either. Mm-hmm. So you don't control that at all. So, uh, but yeah, getting the win at in Stillwater, that's a tough place to play, as you know. And, uh, you know, that's what they needed. And I thought they played really well, particularly after maybe the first seven minutes of that first quarter. I thought they played really well. I think they outscored them like 41 to 22 in those middle two quarters. Wow. So yeah. really dominated during that stretch. And that was when they, you know, kind of built up a good lead and, and uh, were able to kind of put it away. And, and what I liked – and this is what the men didn't do the day before, is they kept the lead and, and in some cases even expanded on it, um, but never let them get to single digits in the fourth quarter. You know, you had a 12-point lead going into that quarter, and you, you never let them get within single digits. So I thought that was big. Um, you know, Hannah Gusters had a big fourth quarter against them, you know, that played here as a mm-hmm. freshman. She had uh, 10 points in that fourth quarter, uh, finished with 16, shared game-high scoring honors, with one of her teammates, and then Dre Edwards also scored 16. So, yeah, John, and I think that game kind of illustrated how this team can win. Uh, balance scoring, you know, cont- contributions from everybody. Yeah. And that's really what they got. Yeah. I mean, they had four double-figure scorers, uh, but one of the ones that wasn't a double-figure scorer was uh, Asia Blackwell. Right. Seven points, 19 rebounds. Right. One off her career high. And then you had Yaya Felder with nine points, and I believe was it seven assists? Yeah, seven assists, that, zero turnovers. Yeah, zero turnovers. And I thought, like, she came in toward the end of that first quarter, and she was the one who really kind of – got them going she's such a little energy bunny you know energizer bunny she really can kind of sometimes maybe a little bit out of control but she really got them going uh and yeah I think she's a big difference maker but that's that was what I saw in that game was everybody contributed you got a three-pointer from Jana Van Gietenbeek uh yeah just that's how they need to win and how they need to play is everybody contributing they're not gonna in general they're not gonna have somebody scoring 25 or 30 points in a game but it's that balance that, you know, can help you, you know, win those games. Would you rather have that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I certainly you'd love to have, you know, one player, you know, like a Brittany Griner or Odyssey Sims that scores 25 or 30 points a game. But I think the teams are better when you can have that kind of balance throughout and, and uh, you know, 
and then it makes it really hard on the defenses. You know, who do, who do we take? Who do we try to, you know, take away? And, uh, you know, that's that's the struggle that teams will have is, you know, who do we take away? You know, they've – a lot of people have focused on Sarah Andrews of late, and it was good to see Sarah to contribute because she had really struggled with her shot the last few games. But – and didn't shoot great, but she hit two three-pointers, mm-hmm. which were big, mm-hmm. um, finished with 11 points, so, uh, you know, double-digit points. And, yeah, I just – um, yeah, I think that's how they – I think that's kind of how they have to win. That's their model. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, good win for the women. Yeah. Big game against Texas coming yeah. up on Thursday in Foster Pavilion. Of course, Baylor won the uh, first – it was their first conference right. game. It was over Texas in Austin. Yeah, and that was uh, – you know, that was one of their first games without Rory Harmon. And, you know, certainly that was tough. And, you know, but I, I, I think I said it then. you got to play what team's on the court, and that's right. who they played. Uh, and, you know, and won. And, and Texas, you know, to their credit, um, has put it together and played pretty well without her. Uh, and then the other night, I think they were without their freshman, Madison Booker, had a hamstring injury, I believe. So, um, yeah, that's that was tough. But they, they were able to beat Cincinnati, I think, 67-50. They did lose a game. I think it might have been to Oklahoma recently. Um, but, you know, now I think it's Texas is 12 and Baylor's 13. Uh, in this week's ranking. So Baylor, you know, even with the loss to Kansas State, did not drop down any. And I think a lot of that was because of winning on the road at Oklahoma State. Yeah, very yeah. good. Yeah. All right, uh, how about the men? Tough game, yeah. tough loss. Uh, same song, third verse there, yeah. losing uh, this one in triple overtime to TCU. Yeah, John, and like we talked about, I, I just think the men had plenty of opportunities, not not necessarily to kind of take control of the game, but you had a 10-point lead. You weren't able to expand on that. Uh, but even late and in the overtimes, they had chances to win, just, you know, couldn't close it out. Uh, I will say, you know, Jacoby Walters, big shot at the end of the first overtime. I mean, without that, you, you're not still playing. So I think that was big. Uh, but, John, I think if you look at those three games, I think there was, you know, in, in each of those games, there was at least one defensive rebound that you didn't get mm. that wound up being critical uh, and certainly was the case um, they're late against TCU when Jameer Nelson, um, you know, missed a little bunny, got it back and put it back up, you know. And that was his only rebound of the game. I didn't oh, know that, that until right? after the game. Oh, but it, that hurts That was more. his one rebound for <laughs> the game. Right. So, yeah, that hurt. Um, but sometimes there's not a whole lot you can do about that. I don't know who was supposed to block out on that. But, like, literally he's right underneath the basket and it just comes right back to him. So I don't know what you can do on that. But, uh yeah, that was tough. I mean, like I said, you know, one defensive rebound, and you're probably going to win that game. Wow. And I, I think if you look at Texas and K-State, there were ones late where if they just get one defensive rebound, uh, and, and, you know, they're doing well on the boards overall. Like, they won, I think they won that game 44-37 on the boards, had 16 or 17 offensive rebounds. I mean, they're doing the job on the glass. It's just, you know, a couple of those critical ones that they don't get that wind up costing them. Yeah. So the men, three and three in conference play, uh, uh, three losses in a row, two yeah. in overtime, one on a last-second buzzer beater. Yeah. Now they got to go on the road, go to uh, UCF, first time to go there uh, as Big 12 rivals, and UCF has shown they're very capable, especially playing at home. Yeah, I'm trying to remember – in the different sports, is, is Baylor undefeated in Orlando? So oh, far. that's a good I'd thought. I'd have to go back and look at that. So you know, football, of course. Football had the great comeback. Right. <laughs> I don't remember if volleyball played out there or not, but if okay. they did, I'm pretty sure they would have won. Soccer, I don't know. I think they might have played them here. Okay. So, 
I think we're I think we're working on a winning streak here Ooh, in Orlando. In Orlando. And we did have a big bowl win in Orlando a few That's years right. ago too. 2015. So Orlando has not been that bad to us. You know, it's a happy place. So <laughs> you know. Uh yeah, John, that's a big test and particularly like you said, coming off this stretch where they've lost three in a row. And I mean you could tell uh I don't you guys probably got Scott uh post game radio too and yes. he just I mean, you don't usually see him that kind of down. Right. Um, but yeah, you could tell it was eating him that, that that's how they lost these games. You know, I mean, it's, it's one thing, you you know, you get blown out by 10 or 20 or something. Uh, I think you can almost live with that more than losing this way in three straight games. It shows, you know, obviously you can, like you said, you can beat anybody, um, but you can also lose to anybody and, and it's just tough losing all three of those very similar fashion buzzer beater at texas and then the kansas state game in overtime tcu triple overtime um yeah that's that's a tough stretch and you know so i think this game is really big on mental toughness like you know what do these guys have how are they going to respond and i think that was what the women did you know uh yesterday was they responded mm-hmm. um now they hadn't lost three in a row but they had lost three of their last four and they were you know that's you're, you're falling pretty quick. It's true. You know? So they were able to respond, you know, beat a good Oklahoma State team on the re, on the road. And, I, John, if I remember right, I think uh, they might have had either the same record or better record than Baylor if they had won that game. Mm. So that's – they were both right there fighting in, uh, in the similar position. I think they're maybe four and five now. Baylor's five and three. So if they had won, they would have been five and four, and, and Baylor would have been four and – Four and four, yeah. Four and so four, yeah. They would have actually been ahead of Baylor in yeah. the standings. Yeah. So again, that's one of those you know separators that's good to win, and I believe they get Oklahoma State again this year. Um, so yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's been tough for the men, and, and you see signs of how good this team can be. Like really on both sides, John. You know, offensively, obviously, you know they've had some great games, but their stretches like K State second half that was a really good defensive second half. Um, again, I think it's just putting all of those pieces together, you know, where they play. Scott's talked about it. you got to play on both ends. Yeah. And I think that's been a little bit of the struggle in this stretch is um, you've played well on both sides, just maybe not at the same time. So if they can put those together, they can – I'm not being superfluous here. I think they can win out yeah. if they can play like that both sides and put it all together because they're good. I yeah. mean, the talent, the talent is there. Um, you know, they just need to figure out maybe some things on defense. But I think this is a team that could really get on a nice roll. Yeah. You just got to get over that mental hurdle now. What you want to do is I, – I know he talks about that. You, you want to be like – you don't want to be just one possession game. You, you want to be 10, 15, 20 points ahead so that it doesn't come down to that end like it, like it has. So I think that would be the goal going into UCF. I'm not saying – like I said, that's not going to be an easy game. But the goal would be to get a good enough lead where it doesn't come down to that one shot or, you know, one last possession. Yep. Well, that's what's next. Yeah. Uh, tough every night. Uh, let's talk about uh, tennis a little bit, men's and women's tennis. Yeah. They're, they're getting going for the spring. Absolutely. And and uh, the men, they were so close, John. They this would I think this would have been their 13th consecutive trip to the ITA Nationals, and, and they were playing at Arizona, ranked 13th in the nation, and they took – four of the six singles down to a third set wow so you were that close and then in doubles um you won one six four you you lost two of them six four mm-hmm. so it was that close in doubles too and you lose four two 
uh, and were in position to win the one singles match that was that was left on the court. So yeah, they're they're close, uh, and I know that hurt them. But um, I, to me, I thought there was a lot of positives out of that. That you know that they were close. If Arizona, they were 13th. They may move into the top 10 this week. So if they're top 10, you're not that far off, and you're playing them on their court. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, I think it showed that, you know, this team does have talent. They can win. Uh, they beat a good Tulane team 4-1 to one the day before. So, And then on the women's side, obviously, you know, that was a tough draw against Texas in the first round of the ITA kickoff, uh, you know, and they had played Florida the, the match before. So really a tough stretch for them, but then they were able to bounce back and, and beat SMU on Saturday 4-1, to one, uh, got contributions up and down the lineup. And that was an SMU team that had beat – a then-ranked Vanderbilt team. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was a good win for them. I know Joey was proud of that, to see them bounce back like that. Because that's a tough position when you've lost that first game in the ITA kickoff. Because it's like, okay, what are we playing for? Right. You know, it's kind of like, John, you remember when they had the third-place game <laughs> in the Final Four? It's yeah. like, what uh, What are we doing, you know? Exactly. So it's it's a little bit like that. Like, But I think at this point in the season, you just need matches. So that's, it was good to get another match in and – but they were resilient enough to bounce back and get that win against SMU. Very good. All right, appreciate your time. Thanks Absolutely. very much. Hey, John, I, I wanted to say one thing before yes. I leave. Yes, I have time. So I walked in here earlier. I'm not going to tell you what I was doing. I know what you were doing. But I looked over at your screen, Yes, and it had the, the Baylor A&M score from the five overtime ah, game, really? which was the last time we had yeah. gone to more or more than two overtimes, yeah, I guess. Yeah, so that's there fine. There you go. Just happened to walk in 2008, at the right time. Yeah. One, uh, five overtimes. Five overtimes, yeah. yeah. So that's part of my screensaver yes. that rolls by. I, I just thought it was funny that I happened to the hit it right it. at that time. That's so, funny. Yeah. All right, Thanks, John. Thank you very much. Thanks, Aaron. Jerry Hill, hey, Jerry. great to have him. Professor Jerry Hill with us. Always great to have him share his insight on Baylor athletics. Hey, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Stay with us. We'll be right back on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Scott Drew making his weekly appearance. My recipe for these colds, I start with the steroids. <laughs> I don't take them by mouth. I get the actual shot, okay. and then I chase it with the methyl prednisone and then throat coat to herbal tea. Just Dr. Mosley trying to talk be there for you. Really good. I thought you told me it was just four hotty toddies and you'll be fine. Matt Mosley, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Gish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands, Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. 
Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. 2024 is here, and it couldn't be a better time to purchase your next new Chevrolet. For an example, Silverado is as much as $10,000 off. Traverses, $5,000 off. And the all-new Equinox, $3,000 off. And we also have the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory folks that we've seen in years. And we don't play any of the games or gimmicks, just honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're only a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. From our family to yours, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina wants to thank Central Texas for voting them as the best of Tex-Mex restaurant for 2023. And thank you for the votes for the best of chips and hot sauce, best margaritas, best enchiladas, best queso, and the best tortillas. Making you hungry? Then stop on at La Fiesta Restaurant off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Check them out online at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Witt Building Supplies, your one and only trusted building supplies company, now has two locations. Same great quality, same great prices, two great locations. Gatesville in Marlin. Witt Building Supplies proudly offer a comprehensive selection of metal building systems to meet all your construction needs. With our extensive range of materials, we ensure you'll have everything you need. Commitment to quality and customer satisfaction. We strive to exceed your expectations. Visit our new and second location in Marlin, Texas, just down the road from higher prices. Back with this final segment, John Morris Show uh, from the Alan Samuels Studios. Thanks to Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. On the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. All right, Aaron, uh, we like to do uh, birthdays here to wrap things up in the hour. So I'll lead off, and then we'll get your birthdays. Uh, first off, it is uh, Baylor softball pitcher Dari Orm's birthday today. Happy birthday to Dari, and uh, praying for a complete, safe, healthy season ahead for Dari Orm and Baylor softball. Uh, it's Drew Humphrey's birthday today. Happy birthday to uh, Drew. 
Uh, great guy, uh, youth pastor, not youth, but college pastor at Highland Baptist Church in Waco. Just a great guy and a great family. Happy birthday to Drew Humphrey. It is Carrie Almond's birthday today, the much better half of uh, uh, Chris Almond. So happy birthday to Carrie Almond. She is quite the artist, Aaron. Did you know that? She is, she's she's very not. very artistic. How's is she a painter or uh, painting as far as not painting on a canvas that you hang on a wall, but more painting the wall and and doing things like that, uh, you know, murals and things like that on the wall. She's really really good at it and very much in demand for that. So way to go, well, Carrie. That's really cool. I know. I I don't have that artistic gene <laughs> happy birthday to carrie almond today josh newman's birthday happy birthday to josh great guy um it is jimmy birch's birthday uh, up in fort worth happy birthday to him mm, steve pitt's birthday out in lubbock happy birthday to steve a uh, former engineer for texas tech now uh, in retirement and enjoying it k metz's birthday is today as well and let me look at one other list just to make sure. Uh, yep, I think that's it. That's all I've got today. Aaron, do you have any birthdays to add to that list? do have a few today. We will start with former Cardinals Hall of Fame quarterback, cornerback Aeneas Williams. He turns 55. Former Buffalo Bills star wideout and also Hall of Famer Andre Reid turns 59. Four-time Olympic gold medal Diver Greg Luganis turns 64. Heather Graham, probably best known for her roles in Boogie Nights, the second Austin Powers movie, or the first and second Hangovers. I think she was in the second one. She turns 54. Oprah Winfrey turns 70. And last but not least, Tom Selleck, currently, I believe, still starring in Blue Bloods. I think that's still going. Uh, He's had quite a remarkable career. He started off starring in Magnum P.I., then... He had a pretty significant role on Friends for a few years and now Blue Bloods for about the last decade. Yeah. So happy 79th birthday to Tom Selleck. 79. How about that? Terry and I like that show. This is the last year, the last season is coming up for Blue Bloods. I was wondering, because I don't watch it. Yep. I, I yep. know I have multiple friends and relatives that do. Right. I kind of figured it had either just wrapped up or was close to winding yep. down. Nope, you're exactly right. Uh, I think, yeah, they're in their last season, 13th or 14th year overall wow. for Blue Bloods. So, isn't it funny how he kind of reinvented himself? You know, you think about how different this character is than, than the Magnum P.I. character. Yeah, and but. he played a, a dentist those years on yeah. on, Friends. <laughs> on Friends. And a funny character. I mean, it really was. <laughs> That's he was right. really That's good. Right. Yeah, he's uh, he's had some some really different roles over his career and done great and all right. that. Pretty remarkable. And did you say Oprah is 70? Would yeah. you have guessed that if you didn't know? I would not have. I would not have I would either. have only would have been in the ballpark because of growing up, seeing her on TV when I was a kid. Yeah, So true. knowing she's a certain amount older than me, but right. like just by looking at her, no, you wouldn't, you wouldn't guess she was, I would guess at most early to mid 50s yeah you know, she I, w- looks great. I might have thought around 60 maybe early 60s that's it but uh 70 years old for oprah well done 
All right, that's a good list. January 29th, good birthday day. So very good. Oh, one more. Uh, so we told you Friday it was Indy's birthday. One of the new Baylor Cubs turned one. Mm-hmm. Today is Bell's birthday, the Look other Bear Cubs. So there we go. <laughs> Bell's birthday today. Uh, and they broke out a birthday cake and gave it to uh, Bell. And they had a birthday celebration on campus uh, on Saturday. Really cool for Indy and Bell, the new Baylor Cub, uh, Bear Cub mascots. All right, Aaron, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow, 2 p.m. hour. Everyone stay tuned. Thanks to Jerry Hill, who was on with us. Please stay tuned. The Matt Mosley Show is coming up next. I usually park in the handicap over there because that's game day. 